like boundaries, you can't honor your needs. You can't honor your heart. You can't. It's a self-betrayal to not have boundaries. Mm. Hey, everyone. I'm Kara. And I'm Caleb. And welcome to the Kara and Caleb Show. When it comes to life, we believe it is so important to ask the right questions, but also to learn how to live in the tension and the uncertainty of those questions. Yes. When we learn to live in the tension of unanswered questions, we become more resilient, more radiant, and more human. On this podcast, we explore the questions that have shaped and defined the lives of our guests. And then we dive deep into the beauty and the transformational process that occurs as we wait for answers that may or may not come as we expected. So join us as we explore what's possible when we are able to rest in the tension and live the questions of our lives right now. I've got the heart of a Yeah. So going back to your big question, what do I need? Um, I know that probably uh, connects with a lot of people, even with myself, A, because I'm worth asking that question, Mm -hmm. right? But also, what do I need? It's going to inevitably mean that you're going to have to create boundaries in your life. And walking away from family structures, uh, from church structures, people who have been in your life for so long, uh, but the way that life is unfolding in you and you know you might need to walk away or whatever it might be, how do we create boundaries and stick to boundaries, honor our boundaries, even when the cl- people closest to us don't necessarily agree with them? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, to me, the the greatest lesson that I have learned in my life is how to establish boundaries mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I came from a when you live from shame, when you live from perfectionism, when you allow trauma to sort of dictate your story, there is no boundaries. There's there's only complete chaos and porous borders into my life. And it's just, again, unsustainable. And so asking ourselves, what, what do we need? Number one, it's a very hard question mm. to answer because most of us are so disconnected from our heart and our needs. And we've actually been taught that our needs aren't that important. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and we, we pick up that message in all different ways with, you know, the idea of, oh, to have needs means you're needy mm-hmm. and neediness is weakness. Okay. There's that one, there's that idea out there or to honor your needs means you're selfish, mm. self-absorbed that, that's not the way the world works. It, you should always be giving. And so healthy boundaries, again, it's something I teach teach a lot to people and in, in work, my workshop is because that's foundational, like boundaries. You can't honor your needs. You can't honor your heart. You can't uh, really just, it's a self-betrayal to not have boundaries. Mm-hmm. And so, and I, I define boundaries as this. It's boundaries are, are the distance where I can love you and love me at the same time in a healthy way. Uh, the lack of boundaries is I'm just, you're getting all the love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I have now compromised myself. And so, and that looks different for every person and in every relationship. You know, sometimes you know, we also have to talk about boundaries with ourselves. We have mm. to understand our own limitations just you know, physical limitations, what, what we need. Like I, I know that I need to eat breakfast. I know I need to be in bed at nine o'clock. Mm. I know that I need to exercise 
that's all personal. That has nothing to do with anybody outside. Uh, it's not a relationship boundary. It's not a yeah. family boundary. But I know that that's what I need. And so I have to honor that boundary. I have to actually honor my my limitations, okay, and say that I welcome my limitations. Like, that's a good thing. But boundaries with people is is more difficult because uh, I think we get a lot of pushback because typically the people that have benefited from us not having boundaries are the ones that are going to push back mm-hmm. the hardest. They're the ones that are going to call you selfish, mm-hmm. self-absorbed. What a jerk. Mm. Why are you doing this? This is wrong. This is unchristian. Yeah. Like there's all kinds of ways yeah. that we judge um, people who are taking responsibility for their hearts and their needs um, by setting boundaries. You know, boundaries to me, I think uh, it's amazing to me how often we just tolerate toxic people in our yeah. lives. <clears throat> A lot of times because they're related to us, mm-hmm. <laughs> you'd be like, mm-hmm. well, family, right? Yeah. We, ser- <laughs> we share the same DNA. So that means you can treat me like crap. And, mm. you know, I'm just, we revert back into those roles as children or you know, these, these family systems that really, and again, I think looking at those boundaries in terms of with family, uh, with with relationships, people, you know, whether you're with a person that is sucking energy from you or there's a symbiotic, healthy relationship. Right. Um, I do think there's also this belief in our society that the people with the most friends are winning. Mm. People who have, you know, the more friends I have, the Mm. more important or more valuable that I am. Mm. I like to actually tell people like, no, the people with close healthy, you know, boundary filled relationships, those are the people that are winning. And so again, we have so many misconceptions about boundaries, about what relationships should look like. Again, what we tolerate. And I tell people too, uh, you you are, you are ridiculously in charge of your own life. Mm. This is your life. This is your responsibility. Your life is very, very important and your enjoyment of life is very very important Mm -hmm. and i want to invite you to get serious about this and again it's why i go i go therapy why i do my work why i set boundaries is because i actually believe i actually value myself now when i lived in shame when i lived in that those those fear-based scripts there was no value of myself so the the idea of setting a boundary or thinking my needs matter it was just I was totally not part of the the narrative or my scenario. So it's like, I'm going to, I believe, and that's fundamental. Like the fundamental belief that your life is important, that you, you are worthy, mm. that you have something really beautiful to give to the world. That's the starting point of boundaries. Cause then it, it becomes easier to establish them because I'm like, I want to be effective. Mm. I want to, I really want to love the people that I'm supposed to love really well. I really do. Like that is a desire of mine, but I'm going to, that I'm not going to be able to do that if I am allowing toxic people into my life or I'm just hanging like I'm hanging out with 10 other people that are completely sucking me dry. Um, I'm not setting boundaries with myself. If I don't go to bed at nine o'clock, and this is, this is, you know, feels lame at some level because I <laughs> go to bed at the same time awesome. that I did when I was in fourth grade. <laughs> but, <laughs> so awesome. um, 
if I don't do that, I am not going to be able to show up for people the way I want to show up. And so to me, a boundary, honoring your needs, honoring that thing that honestly we've been taught over and over again is not important. Mm -hmm. Selfish. Um, self, you know, it's like unspiritual, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever label we want to put right. on. It's like, yeah. it is the key to a thriving life. I Do agree. you feel like boundaries need to be communicated? Like Absolutely. You, okay. Yeah. So Absolutely. if you get rid of a toxic person, you need to communicate that to them. I actually don't, I actually don't think with a toxic person, you need to actually communicate that because like justify it. you never have to just, Another shame-based, fear-based thing is over-explaining. Yes. Yeah. You find yourself over-explaining yourself. Yeah. And like, I got it. If you feel compelled to try to explain yourself to a toxic person, I would say that's not, that's not love. Yeah. That's fear. So, um, but I do think you, one of the things that I, so, uh, I will have, or again, we're in my house. I will have people over to our house, 30, 40 people, an event that I'm doing, I'll bring them over for dinner and I will, I'll have 30 people in the house. A lot of them are strangers, new people that I'm just meeting. Mm -hmm. They probably have a lot of perceptions of what this evening's going to look like with Mike and how, you know, we're going to be here till midnight, right? Having mm -hmm. tacos, <laughs> sitting out by the fire. Nine o'clock guys. <laughs> very first thing I say, like, welcome to my house. I'm so glad you're here. You're my friends. I, use my pantry, open my kitchen. We're going to have tacos and chips and salsa. It's going to be an amazing evening. But I want you, every single person here to know that I will be going to bed at nine o'clock. <laughs> and I awesome. say that out loud. Yeah. And I own it. Yeah. I communicate it. Some people don't understand. Like, well, Mike, I, I thought we were here to party. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to party till nine. Yeah. You got all of me till nine. Yeah. Um, some people are like, I appreciate that. But yeah. we are, again, we are responsible for defining them, yeah. building them, communicating them, and then reestablishing them if we, if we find that they're, they're broken mm -hmm. or we, or we compromise our own boundary mm -hmm. to reestablish them. So, yeah, but never, I don't think you ever have to explain yourself to a toxic person. Mm. What would you say if, um, and I'm not saying this because Kara and I are <laughs> currently experiencing this, but I'm sure oh, it'll come no. up at some point, but your boundary, nine o'clock, maybe your wife has a group of people over. Yeah. Right. And your wife then says, um, you know, Mike, it's kind of selfish that you're leaving. Does she just have learned to respect those boundaries and say, okay, like nine o'clock is your boundary and it's, I'm not going to see it as selfish. Um, because I know that I know some people even in my life or even if I've communicated my own boundaries where it's kind of like, yeah, you're right. Like I could probably extend my bedtime until 10 o'clock tonight and mm -hmm. be less and more involved in tonight's gathering. Um, I don't know. I just find that to be a very mm -hmm. fine line of knowing yeah. like, OK, this is my boundary, but not being so adamant and dickish about it and being yeah. willing to maybe compromise, but not self-betrayal. Mm -hmm. Totally. So. Think of, think of it this way. Like think of it, a lot of us think of boundaries as walls or fences. I think of boundaries as rubber bands. Okay. Mm. And so, uh, which means there's, there is some flexibility in the boundary. Like you can push against the boundary and it's still there, mm -hmm. but it may not be nine o'clock. Mm -hmm. Okay. It may be nine 30 mm -hmm. because I, I was willing and decided and there was some other dynamics at play that allowed me to press into past what I would have preferred mm. on behalf of 
my spouse or an, something that actually was really quite important and maybe a conversation that was happening and, mm. and it would have been dickish to, to just like, Hey, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. You know, sorry, you're in this really horrible place, but yeah. I've got to go to bed. Yeah. So, uh, again, not walls, not fences, but right. rubber bands and allow that, that, that flexibility, you know, also the flexibility back to, Hey, I'm feeling really tired right now. I'm doing eight thirty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's okay too. Yeah. yeah. And so it's, it's, yeah. it's both ways. And, you know, I think we do have to, to, um, be very aware that these aren't sort of hard. Yeah. Stubborn. Yeah things they're they're practices and values that that are helping us move towards healthy relationships Mm -hmm. with others and a healthy relationship with ourselves very easily to take our especially to somebody that knows that language and Mm -hmm. is a narcissist or a manipulator and to use your boundaries to really just get whatever the hell you want want. and then to gaslight other people or whatever it might be it gets dangerous but the last question i had this is all amazing um for somebody out there that knows that they need to begin to set boundaries, because even in my life, I'm like, this blowout argument, fight, could have been prevented two weeks ago if I just had a conversation, a hard conversation. Mm-hmm. And Brene Brown talks about it takes eight seconds that lead to courage. Mm-hmm. So that hard conversation that you're resisting and not wanting to have, you just need to find eight seconds. Eight seconds to, to lean in, hard eight seconds, and you can have the conversation. Um, how do you start this conversation? if there's somebody that you need to address to begin to establish boundaries? Well, I think, uh, number one, I would say love tells the truth Mm. and love is clear. Mm. And so I'm never afraid to say hard things or set a boundary because I actually believe that's a loving thing to do. Mm. You'll never set a boundary again if you are over here worried of like I I have to uh, I have to control your response to this or I have to make sure that you like me after this it's like no I want to I want to love you the best way that I can and loving you means that I'm willing to tell the truth because love is not love doesn't allow people to live in denial love doesn't bury truth or Mm. things that are real that are really happening just to keep the peace. That's, Mm -hmm. that's not, now I do think like a lot of us can learn a lot about kindness and saying things Mm -hmm. kind in a kind way. Um, that's a whole other podcast, (laughs) right? (laughs) So, um, I always, I always say like, for me, I see myself as kind of 50% Mr. Rogers and 50% Navy SEAL. And I think (laughs) that's actually the most healthy place that I can be where I'm, I do need to say hard things, the truth. I mm. want to, I think it's part of my calling and mission in life is to move people out of environments of denial. And even when I am participating in them, mm-hmm. like, Hey, we're in denial here. We are not dealing with reality here. We're in a delusion. There's something below the water yeah. that we kind of know. We're seeing some expressions of it in our boat. Mm-hmm. Right. And so yeah. it's like, we gotta, we gotta deal with it. So, so love does tell the truth and love is clear and um and it do, it doesn't need to be more than a sentence or two yeah uh, you don't have to bring the solution you don't have to mm-hmm. fix it you just have to let's bring it to the surface because this is i love you enough 
and I love me enough mm-hmm. to where I believe like if we put it on the surface, we can get through that. And that's, that's a beautiful thing when that happens, when we say hard things, yeah. when we say um, the truth to each other, we can really grow because mm. as long as it's on the surface, you know, it, it is to your point, it's like you wait two weeks. It's probably going to not come out yeah, the way you wanted to come yeah. out. Absolutely. So. Okay. I've got the heart of a healer.